0: On Maynard.com.au. AU! Hey, Everybody on the beach had matching
1: towels. What's under that rock? It's Bunga Bunga 52. Oh man, it's the rock lobster episode of Bunga Bunga. That's the voice of Tim Ferguson. And that is the voice of Maynard the number 52
0: Sh- oh, yeah,
1: big stuff, Tim. It is. You can't keep saying, well, I was young and stupid. You have to come up with, I was old and stupid, which has a lot more clout these days than it used to. Talking of stupid, you're back from Perth. That's pretty stupid. Yeah, why would you ever leave Perth? Beautiful place. There's not much happening, but do we really need stuff happening? If you really want stuff to happen, you go to the beach, you get bitten by a shark, you've got a story to tell. Yeah! Coming to you live from the Tim Ferguson Icicle of Ennui. Not just ennui, on all sorts of things. Kitler's wandering around a bit. G'day, Kitler. Ah. There he goes. Kittler wants to run for the next election. Well, one of his policies is a bikey for every family. Ah. Well, where would you put it? You put it out the front where it can intimidate your other neighbours' bikeys. Let's intimidate you right now. All right, folks, here we go. We'll have this.
0: <laughs> we'll have this.
1: Bubbling over with... <laughs>
0: And Tim will look into history with a bit of this. Big one, small one,
1: some as big as your head. But we will not be playing this song ever again because we learnt last time. Oh, come on. And,
0: boys and girls, that's exactly what they did. Right, that's it. I think we've definitely learned our lesson. Bunga News.
1: You're touring the country, of course. Next stop is Adelaide. I'm going to the Adelaide Festival Fringe. Adelaide is already on the fringe, which they do every year now. So it will be fun to go back and enjoy the fringy atmosphere. You know, the people who cover their bodies in fluoro paint and then argue about forests. I'm going to try and start a fight in Rundle Street? The great thing <laughs> is that you don't have to start it. The I will come to you. There are people who are stationed, paid for by the council, I think. They have uber fights. And they would just sit there and as everybody walks past, they'll go, dig it, dig it, dig it. Because eventually someone will go, I say, what did you call my wife? And you're into it. Uber fights
0: is great, the guy turns up on a bicycle (laughs) Five stars as they wheel you to the hospital
1: Going to Adelaide, making them feel a bit better about the heat there My show, what's it called? A Fast Life on Wheels Good fun in Perth, they gave me a prize
0: (coughs) It was a prize for lawn bowls, Tim, you didn't read the front of it
1: Just yell jack high, I want to hear you yell jack high Jack high! That gave someone a stiffy That's good There will be walkouts, there will walkouts in Perth of people offended because people assume when they go to see a 55-year-old man in a wheelchair do comedy that they won't being offended. I am, after all, one of the founding members of the Doug Anthony All-Stars, so guaranteed to be offended. That's part of the ticket price. You've got all your artworks here which you're going to be selling around the place
0: too. This is the first time outside of that one exhibit in Sydney that you'll be able to get them. They're like deluxe art prints, I was told. I'll see if I can stick a photo up of them sitting
1: on the floor there
0: waiting to be sent to their next venue. It's
1: like you've got a mini exhibition lying on your floor. So you can get them at my gigs, and you're probably thinking, why don't you put them on the internet? Why don't you put them on the internet? I don't have the time. I'm busy. (laughs) You just have to come to a gig. You don't have to go into the show. Just turn up and buy art. What's on the
0: teaspoons? You said you're doing teaspoons. I thought, oh yeah, he's just yanking my chain, but it's true.
1: Well, I was yanking your chain, unless I was trying To explain Gets my attention It's got my face on your teaspoon Who knows how it works But at least you'll be able to have a good old chuckle And say, look at that, eh? A teaspoon with Tim's face People who like
0: you can use it regularly And people who've got a problem with your work Can use a teaspoon upside down And dunk you into hot coffee every morning Or they can stick it up there (gasps) At least that doesn't hurt as much as up your (laughs) I've got a gig coming up on the 16th of March Maynard's Love Love Shack At the Red Bar, which is upstairs at 36 Glebe Point Road. Glebe, eight till midnight. I've got some Anne-Margaret videos to screen, a bit of share, just to help you with your dance moves. So you see Anne-Margaret moving, you go, well, I could do that
1: move. Big Las Vegas. Anne-Margaret. Don't you love Anne-Margaret? Mm, there were 13 men and me, the only girl in town. Oh, there were 13 men and me, the only girl in town.
0: I reckon an after-midnight movie any day of the week has got to be The Swinger. Even if you just watch the intro credits, fantastic film. Undercover at a Playboy-type office and she's really straight and she's trying to get the dirt on the. Oh, she's great. She ends up painting naked. Hey, Swinger.
1: The Swinger knows the way it's happening And where the actions are going to be Well, and if there is a good thing shake. The swing of fans even naturally. That happened to you once, but the canvas disappeared. Unfortunately, you just can't do that in a wheelchair anymore. Gets oil paint in the I did a, a painting with my bum once, a bum print. I sold that at a charity
0: auction. I think the charity got over $150, which in today's money, oh yes, you know. <laughs> at least now you know where to put the coins. With the wheelchair thing, people you think people might go, Timmer.
1: no one ever goes, Roosevelt. Never happens. They just don't understand history. I used to use presidents' names as my name to get me into clubs. So people would say, we've got Mr Clinton with us. Or Mr Eisenhower is here. And if they did it with enough conviction, people would go, oh, right, Mr Eisenhower's here. He's just over there. We just want to get him in as quickly as possible without fuss. And because bouncers are bouncers, you know them. They're the school bullies Mm. who weren't good at maths. A lot of the time I just get in because they figured Mr Eisenhower is here and he wants in. That sounds like a Melbourne club thing because Melbourne
0: clubs were always much more organised with their guest lists. You could ring a Melbourne club up the day before and say, you're coming along, can I be on your guest list, explain who you are. Where Sydney clubs, you you would never even find
1: their phone number. They wouldn't even have a phone. The trick to do it is have a very polite two people talk to the bouncer and have you in the background looking thoroughly peeved, walking up and down, talking angry into a mobile, <laughs> flicking the switch off on some person's career so they figure, we don't want this kind of rage. And it works. Pick a president's name because there's something about them that uh, rings a bell. I think I've heard of that guy. Truman? Taft. Go for some of the older ones, the unsuccessful ones. <laughs> Maybe Taft. Perhaps not the best, but worth a
0: try. Truman, another one of the ones that you... Will... Oh, like in the movie. No, no. And also
1: was a mad router. <laughs> That's the thing about Roosevelt was the wheelchair gets him in. He was a mad router. Back in then, a press conference was just an announcement. There weren't too many questions asked. No, you weren't allowed to ask the president questions like, what could you possibly ask that isn't already covered in the press release? Time to turn to you, the listener, as we open our crank mail. Do you get get the crank mail? Crank
0: mail! Crank mail! Crank mail! Hang on a minute, Tim seems to be some pissing going on
1: there Oh yeah if you listen very closely to the CT fly the CT fly just a little fly from Africa we've magnified it twelve hundred times to the CT fly having a twinkle. <coughs> Holy hell. It's a tsetse twinkle. You can send Crank Mail at any time to us via our Bunga Bunga Facebook page by Tim's Facebook page. Your Twitter is... At Real Tim Ferguson. Just say, here's my Bunga Bunga question. Send the question through. We will answer all of them. Question here. Crank Crank Mail. You claim Scott Morrison will romp back in at the next election, Tim. Are you mad? Scott Morrison will win the next election. I'm the first one to call it, and I'll tell you why. Firstly, because I don't even have to mention Donald Trump wasn't going to win his election. You know how Australia is supposed to be a land of larrikins? Scott Morrison knows that that is all bull twang. What Australia is is a land full of easily frightened little butterflies. Why would you even think of a fear campaign in a nation full of larrikins who won't be told? You would only think a fear campaign would work if you're in a nation of easily startled gazelles. They're going to be doing a scare campaign about everything. School uniforms is a big one because schools are telling their students not to wear school uniforms and the federal government is going to start stamping their foot about that. For me, I would like university students to wear school uniforms because, you know. We've
0: got something to tell you, so please don't give it a miss. We're gonna
1: tell you what's on our mind. What we really wanna say is this. Fuck School uniforms for uni
0: students. Crank mail! Got one here from someone who wishes merely to be known as Moonface. Everyone in my work thinks that they're going a bit crazy around a full moon. Do you think this is bullshit or not, Tim? The whole full moon. People going a bit nutty.
1: Many people say, oh yeah, it's just amazing the full moon. Well, of course. Every night of the year, people are running around, shooting, killing, driving too fast. They're parking without putting money in the meter. They're doing crazy shit. The only difference is, on a full moon, things are more easily seen. It's every night of the week that you Australian larrikins should be shit-scared about everyone else. Crank mail! One from Artie Farty of Northbridge.
0: What does your art mean? That's followed up with, are you disappointed with the lack of controversy around your work?
1: What horrible questions. Well, what... <laughs> what does my art mean? Well, i from Northbridge. I could throw that back like artists do and say, well, it's, what do you think it means? My art means that the full moon is a real thing, <laughs> which is the opposite of what I said before. Why is my art less controversial? It's a bit disappointing that there is more controversy because if you look closely at the pictures, a lot of the images displayed, even adults
0: shouldn't even look at them. I'll refer you to 14 minutes in to show Bunga Bunga 45, where Paul Livingston discusses your work and dismisses it
1: as art outright. So he doesn't even think it's art. I like to call it disruptive art. In the same way that Uber is a disruptive taxi. So it looks like art sounds like art, but is it art? No, it isn't. So you've heard of post-comedy when it comes to talent. Tim is post-talented. Way post-talented. People... Do like my art. I don't know why. It really doesn't really mean much apart from straighten up. Get your act together. There's your answer, Artie farty of Northbridge. I do try to do pictures that you can find something new in every time you look in it. Partly because you're wearing your glasses. But also because I try to do things where people can always find something new. It's like, where's Wally? It's all Wally.
0: Uh... Fantastic. Tim's historical hypothetical. And we ask him, so, what would you have done, (laughs) smartass? Tim, are you prepared for your journey in the Tim Tunnel?
1: I was not told that we would be doing this segment. I thought we'd talk. The year 1926. We've talked about 1926, Maynard. You know it's a touchy point. The place, the Follets-Biger, in Paris. Uh Uh-oh. In 1926,
0: you say? 1926, at the Follies Bergère, you are Josephine
1: Baker. That is my sore point.
0: The summer of 1926, you come on stage. I read this as the dance sausage, but no, it is the dance savage. The savage dance. All you're wearing are wrist cuffs and a skirt made of 16 rubber bananas and some pearls. Yes, I remember that well. What do you do in this situation? She became a legend and ended up having her own little zoo at home in a 24-roomed chateau. What do you do, Tim Ferguson? The lights come up, you've got the banana dress on, you've got the wrist cuffs on, you've got the pearls on. What do you, song do you work to, Tim, and how do you work it? Here's your place in history.
1: Well, Maynard, Josephine actually offended a lot of people. There was an outcry. When she did this dance with the bananas. From the description, there's no description of her wearing a top. That may be the thing.
0: String of pearls, wrist cuffs and a skirt made of bananas. So no mention, unless the pearls were covering the top a bit.
1: Not wearing a shirt, you can't do that these days. What music would I play? I would play to throw them off the scent. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. I've got a lovely bunch
0: of coconuts. There they are, standing in a big row. Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. While that was
1: on, you'd be doing some rhythmic moves. I would have all kumquats on the top half, but I'd swap the Josephine thing and be naked in the bottom half. You just can't do that these days because we're all so bloody sophisticated. Tim Ferguson changing
0: the history of
1: art, not wearing
0: pants to make the world what it's not today. Tim Ferguson's historical hypothetical. And you have got a lovely bunch of coconuts.
1: Oh, yeah, if you've got them, flaunt them.
0: Oh, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. See them all standing in a row on Bunga Bunga 52. Tim, I think this
1: has been a bit of a celebration of some sort. I don't know what. Maynard, because autumn is coming, Oh yeah. Um, what do you suggest for the gentleman about town to wear now that all the fashions are changing so you don't get ripped off, you know, affordable yet very autumn stylish?
0: Hey, hey, wait till you get a load of this.
1: A duck egg blue cape. Maynard, see, I knew you'd have
0: something, and you'd wear it at all times. Look, you're thinking, what the hell's a duck egg blue cape? Hey, that can't be the man... Hey, Batman wore a duck egg blue cape. All right, what is it? Well, there's some uh, grey leotards and a matching monogram top and a robin's egg blue cape. (laughs) I can't tell you who I really am, because if I do, I'm in trouble. You'd better believe it, Bruce. Look, I fight crime in this outfit. I just happen to be Batman. I'd like to think so, sir. (laughs) You know, you talk very strangely.
1: Yeah, but remember the outcry? I have a feeling the terrible tide of adverse public opinion may soon engulf our caped crusader. Boo! Batman!
0: He didn't take it well. Gosh, Bruce, did you hear that? Nothing has ever cut me so deeply to the quick. No blow ever struck by any arch-villain has ever hurt me so acutely as that little
1: boy's boo poor batman duck egg blue capes are in just when you think it won't happen i'm telling you shoulder pads are coming back and so are capes listen to maynard knows what he's talking about
0: and make a very small triangular cape for your dog that looks great too try and make a very small triangular cape for your dog only about 10 centimeters that's all you need people think it's hilarious when the little dog has one as well, people go, wow, that is a thing. Now, I seem to remember Superman had Super Dog for a while. There was a dog with a Superman outfit on. Was that just in the 60s and
1: 70s? That was a very short lived dog. Superboy had the Super Dog. Then I think they figured you know, it doesn't make any sense because a Super Dog would really be more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> He's a Super Dog.
0: He's a Super he came to Earth from my space And his name is Crypto.
1: He's super strong. He's super big. He's Crypto. Crypto. Super dog. Crypto. Crypto.
0: Crypto. You don't have to worry about just having your shoes chewed Come right. back
1: in the house is fucked. <laughs> and the loudest bark in the world. Woo woo
0: woo woo! There is The Cat from Outer Space, one of our favourite movies of all time. Great film. Ken Berry was in that as well, the late Ken Berry.
1: My name is Zunar J5 slash 9doric47. You're a cat. He's the cat from outer space. You're serious. I'm serious. You're trying to tell me that your little pussycat came from another planet... From another galaxy in a spacecraft and landed right here on Earth.
0: You are under arrest. And the pussycat, General. And the pussycat. The power
1: that cat possesses is awesome. A superdog wasn't in that. Wins at mealtime anytime. <laughs> yeah. If you're super dog, any time you wanna eat is mealtime. You would keep the biggest lump
0: of kryptonite brick in your house if you had the super dog, hurl the kryptonite
1: brick at him, just keep him quiet for a while. (laughs) Not actually a good pet at all. Would your neighbors be happy? Neighbors would not like having a super dog next door digging super holes. Super shit. Look, you'd be in the fortress of solitude and then
0: through the wall from the fortress of solitude, neighbors next door either. What the fuck up here? Yeah, yeah. It's time to find out what's been getting up Tim's craw. Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked.
1: Don't expect too much. Tim takes on the thorny issue of censorship. We live in, what is it, the 21st century? Back in the 20th century, we'd always say, oh, the 21st century, that'll be like the Jetsons. We'll all have jetpacks. We'll all be and super dogs and super dogs and we'll all be sophisticated. So why then can't we cope with hearing in the mass media or even in private parlance words like and and you would think that we'd all be much calmer now considering we all say things like in our daily life, but we just don't. We don't feel comfortable about this. What is wrong with people? Think about swear words. You either do it, if it's a swear word, like, or you have it, like, or you have two of them, like, or you put them all together and make one giant. Why can't we just get over the harsh language? What about something that won't go away? That's annoying. Like Farnham. Farnham. Yeah, exactly. Farnham. Why can't you say that? People use harsh language. Occasionally, if you lose your temper, some will say, well, there's no need to use harsh language. 21st century people, get... <laughs> ..you pieces of... Tim Ferguson's right of reply. <laughs> don't expect too much. And another thing, people will say, oh, yeah, I went to see these comedians at the festival and, oh, they use the harsh language. They don't need to use it. Well, you get up on stage, you... <laughs> and find a way to make an audience laugh without the magical augmentation of words like (coughs) and
0: before we go, I'd like to remind you that patreon.com slash Maynard, get onto that one and you'll find that you can, for as little as $1 a month, be a Patreon of the show and you get your own show once a month that can only be heard by Patreons and we really suck up to you, don't we, Tim?
1: Yeah, we suck up so hard. If you become a Patreon, not only do you help us, but, yeah, you get your own special secret hidden show with all sorts of hidden information. Ask a Patreon, they'll tell you... <laughs> Go to patreon.com, follow the bouncing balls. Keep an eye out for Tim
0: in Adelaide and Brisbane. Keep an eye out for me upstairs at a very small place in Glebe in the middle of March. Are you tired of going out and not being able to find the kind of music that you like to dance to like that? Well, you need to come to Maynard's Love Shack next Saturday night at the Red Bar upstairs at 36 Glebe Point Road in Glebe in Sydney. We'll be going crazy there. I'll be supported by the legendary Lance Leopard as I play the kind of music you want to dance to. Stuff like this. Sometimes I feel i got Stuff like this. The only reason. Stuff I really like, like this. But if you want to, you can always dance to the kind of stuff you like. Actually, I might play that tune next Saturday. It's not too bad. <laughs> that's Maynard's Love Shack. More details on the very, very front page of maynard.com.au. See you there, and look, I might even play this. I got us on a mountaintop. That would do, Maynard. Until we see you next time, let's go out with a hot pants
1: explosion, Tim. When was the last time that happened to you? Every morning. That's why I need carers. But I see what you're trying to say. This has been Bunga Bunga with Maynard and Tim Ferguson. Bunga Bunga.
0: You know what I say to your hot pants? Say what? Say get on down.
1: Ah, ha, 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 ha. Bunga Bunga!
0: I'm in Chippin'. The longest legs and the shortest pegs Bunga, bunga. bunga. Cock. On maynard.com.au. AU.
1: Bryson and Hume.
0: Everything digital.